Have you ever considered not being a fucking dweeb? Actually, tried really hard to do that for many, many years. So, yeah. And how did it go? Uh, I, was genuinely, well, I was genuinely curious. To be honest, I was just crying because my podcast started twenty minutes later than I expected. So it might not have exactly worked out to plan. Wow, that's some heavy shit. That's some heavy shish. My podcast started 20 minutes late. I know. What a shit. Yeah, tell that to Bob Geldof, founder of that charity. Founder of that charity. What does Bob Geldof do? I don't know. I I know his his daughter died recently. Yeah, I saw that. Did you know her? That's not nice, is it? It was suicide, too, or a drug overdose. Was it really? Yeah, and just to make you feel even shitter, another article came out the other day, uh, Bob Geldof saying that he was contemplating suicide himself. Really? Yeah. Again, so, what, who, good luck, who, good who work, is Nick. Bob Geldof? What is he? What do he do? I don't know. I think he buys Africans. Do you have and any sells them. for that? It's something like that, no. This is just um, things, yeah. I mean, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure Bob Geldof buys Africans and then sells them to celebrities. Um, kind of like a, an eBay kind of for little um, African kids. Right. No, that does, now that you say that, don't, I, don't I quote me on that. that I knew don't that. quote me on that. I won't quote you. I mean, those people that do the transcripts of our shows, they'll obviously quote you, but um, I won't repeat let, let the scribes... Quote me. Fair enough. <laughs> but you don't personally quote me on that. I, w- I won't, yeah. Um, just for clarity, you're not recording on your end, am I? Are you? No, God, no. Okay, well, I'll, good. I'll just... Yep, it looks like all my buttons are going. Are you smoking inside again? Are you going to... What are you, my my mother? Actually, your mother's got in touch with me. Um, she still can't get over the fact that I moved over here, but... Um, the other thing that she mentioned was you really need to have a word to Michael. About what? Smoking. Yeah, about the smoking. Um, all right, well, tell her I said hi, and please ask her to reply to some of my text messages. Uh, she's asked if I would be the intermediary going forward, um, just for, I guess, just, just, just to give you, you know, both some space. I, don't, I hope this doesn't make it awkward. One second. Is That's there mine? a ghost in the room? Um, no, I just uh, heard a noise. I Did thought you it was lock alone. the front door? I don't like the doors here. <laughs> look, I'm in Brunswick after all. Look behind you. That was that was a Melbourne reference. Any any Melbourne listeners would understand that Brunswick is actually not a very safe area. So, cool. Well, uh, I, I certainly hope that they got something out of it. I hope. I hope. <laughs> it looks like <laughs> it genuinely looks like your room is actually on fire. Yeah, All I see is that. just wafts of smoke slowly, like rising up to the ceiling. This is the, the beauty of um, of not uh, caring. Um, yeah. Well. No, no, cool. 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 Do you want to 
make this a short one considering you have to uh, be tucked into bed at a certain time. Yeah, um, and plus, like, I have the bed tucker booked for, like, 9.15, so I don't want to, like, make them wait, and it's just like, uh, I'm sitting there still on the podcast. It'd How much are you paying for your bed tucker? Um, I pay 20 bucks an hour, but, like, they do the bed tucker. How long does it take to tuck you into bed? It's a couple of hours, so it does actually add up. Do you... Nicholas, yeah. do you or do you not get read a bedtime story? Well... I certainly am not getting anything else from the deal, if that's what you're implying. Like a hand job. Like a hand. I, I certainly don't get a hand job. I refuse. They've actually offered, yep. and I said no. Nope. Just, just read me spot, please, and that'll be so enough. So they offered. They offered. Actually, so I think they were surprised. This is this. Now that you say it, now that I, now that I hear it in my head, like that they're coming round and offering me Nick, hand jobs. Let me ask you one question if yeah. you go to prostitutes.com.au and then book a, a bed tucker in or a um there's something about bed play I don't, yeah yeah see now that you're bringing up a lot of strong points which i hadn't really thought about till it's been verbalized out loud but i i think i have a prostitute that comes here i think i have a prostitute it comes every night it right. costs me hundreds and- of dollars you just said twenty dollars an hour. Yeah, I know, but like every <laughs> they night, just stay a, they just take a long time. It takes a long time for me to fall asleep because there's this guy in my room. Do they stay after you go to work? Um, it's kind of yeah. I mean, they go out to like get shopping. So they're living there. But yeah, see, now that you say it out loud, I think I've got a prostitute living with me. Nick, let me yeah. ask you one question. Okay. Did you go to prostitutes or squatters dot com dot com? Yeah. 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 You finish you finish my sentence, which means I, I that you did. Yeah, that's what I did. Now that prostitutes because wow. the first time you asked, I thought, no, I didn't go to prostitutes.com.au. But then yeah, when you said you said that you did, yeah. Prostitutes or squatters.com.au. Yeah. Right. And that's also the other problem because they're coming from Australia. So I'm having to pay like Australian dollars. Yeah, I'm spending I'm, a lot of I mean, money on this. And well, I mean that that's like used to be good, but it's just it's filled with so many ads now. And were you going even, to like, get like a squatter? Is that why you went to the site? Yeah, I was getting. I was going to get a, a squatter or a prostitute. Right. Um, so like, I didn't really, I didn't really care at that at that time. I haven't actually been back uh, um, to the site because of the ads, but. Um, uh, they've got a Facebook page that uh, everyone should check out. It's uh, uh, facebook.com I mean, forward slash prostitutes or squatters.com.au. It's probably easier to just search. Yeah, we'll put it in um, the show notes. See, now that I, now that we've said this out loud, I'm starting to think that I should be getting hand jobs because th- this is this has been an investment for me. I mean, for, yeah, for that money, man, like you probably want to be, uh, excuse the pun, milking that dick welcome to deep four everybody uh this is a philosophical podcast in which uh two people across the internet exchange thoughts on a variety of topics um as you have well heard uh opposite me through the facetimes this week it is michael zabrecki say hello michael hello michael 
Thank you very much for that literal interpretation. And my voice belongs to Nick. Uh, how have we been, Michael? Uh, I've been good. I've um, I I got excited after last week's um, podcast. Mm. Um, I think probably due to the fact that I was meant to be studying, and <laughs> I went I went back and uh, after we recorded our podcast, I had I was like, oh, that was that was nice. It was nice to chat to you, um, and so I had a glass of wine. And I had another glass of wine, and turned out to be a three-day bender. I just, I just listened to Deep Ford <laughs> nonstop. So that's all our hits were this week. The uh, the internet uh, in my house is is gone, um, so I can't actually stream anything. The only thing that it's reasonable for me to stream is audio. So I'm I'm just on a podcast marathon, and, and also, um, I think because I've just moved to Melbourne. And um, there is a certain, uh, I'm preaching to the choir here, but a certain level of isolation. Is it raining there? Wow. No, no it's not. No. I mean, it, it oh. has it has kind of been over like the past couple of days, but no, it's not. Oh, it just sounded like rain. It's because um, I was just going. Think... <sighs> can, you, can you stop it? Can yeah. You stop? Um, a certain level of isolation here. Um, and the podcasts are, I mean, we know no one's listening to this no apart from maybe one or two people and that, oh. that one or two people is either you or oh, me yeah. or sometimes both. Um, but it's kind of like a, it's like kind of like a diary and, you know, I was listening back to the earlier episodes, you know, when we, when it was actually kind of good. Good. Yeah. Um, Those were the days. And you know, you know, just hearing things in at the at our house in Clapham and stuff, and making me nostalgic. So, I think you're isolated. I'm isolated. Let's combine our isolation and make one super, super isolated, isolated podcast. I'm trying to say the same words that you were saying, but I didn't get it right. No, you did not. Um, the uh, the the only thing that I need to point out about that um, sad little spiel. Was that? <laughs> was that you said you don't have the bandwidth to um, to do anything except stream audio? Just for clarification, you are currently having a FaceTime conversation with me, and this is going to go for like forty-five minutes of solid video text. So I just want to maybe clear up that you might have very expensive bills coming because you are doing this all on cellular data. I'm on prepaid. Um, so it could just cut out halfway through, is what you're saying. I topped up just before we. Oh, okay. okay. That's how dedicated I am, dude. Actually, I have to say, I think this is the first time you've ever um, hassled me to have a podcast. Yeah, it's because I'm desperate and lonely. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing else going on, so this is all I've got. Um, so you know, oh, I man. wish that wasn't true, but it is. Why? Why are you feeling it this week? Is it just because you've had this glimpse of home, this glimpse of what once was. You know, it is, yeah. It's hard, eh? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've got, I mean, actually, Austin's just down the road from me, so mm. it's it's definitely worse. But for he's me. starting to get, like, and you a little complained. bit sick of you. Uh, yeah, we don't actually, we don't actually hang out that much. We did. No, we he's did been just... sending me messages saying just, like, ugh. 
I did. I was with him today, and I saw a, a few. You were texting him and I at the same time. Um, look, I, I I thought this was an open relationship. I didn't realize that um, I had to be dedicated to one guy over the other. But um, if you want me to stop, I'll stop, man. It's fine. I, I won't do it again. I promise. He's nothing to me. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to be the guy to tell you to. Okay. Just space it out. Okay, space it out. Okay. Or send one of us a message saying, "Hey, Michael, is Austin with you?" In that case, I won't text him to spare your yeah. delicate, delicate feelings. That makes sense, actually. I should do that. Um, but what we should do is, um, I, can we do this? Can we get? Because um, Austin has been on once, I think, or maybe twice. Yeah, no, he has. He was on early. I think he, he maybe may have been on a couple of times, and then definitely, oh, no, no, def- no, no. definitely a few times in the background. Yeah, exactly. There was one that yeah. he was like speaking on, and then there was one that he sat there the entire time. And, yeah. and I think he refused to make a sound and refused to say anything. So we can do that again. Can, we, can, we, can, can we do a three-way? We can have a three-way. Um, is that is that actually possible technologically? Well, yes. It's just that you go over to his house, who presumably has internet, and then we just film you two together. Uh, at a podcast, a, doing, a, doing oh. a podcast, not yeah, just yeah, no. I'll need to get a splitter when I. Uh, well, you need roast. to get a kind of, <laughs> you need to get a microphone of, of some form, probably. All right. Well, um, I'll go to Cash Converters yeah, cool. uh, during the week. Cool, yes. So, right. you had a, a bit of a topic that you brought up, conspiracy yeah. theories. Well, my housemate was talking to me. Who um, are you? How many people are you living with? I'm living with three other people. They're all very lovely. Are they all very guys, um, or are they mixed? Two girls, one guy. Oh, that's a good plan. Um, so I was speaking to Elliot, um, the male uh, one, and um, he was telling me about he's uh, the interesting thing about him is he's got he's twenty years old. He's got uh, his dad is something like thirty eight, so he's got a very good relationship with his dad and. Very young, um, and he was saying that uh, he, his dad, has started. Uh, he saw a documentary on the Flat Earth Society, right? Uh, yeah, and he's. Uh, I haven't met his dad, but he was saying that. So, uh, you he, want to just set up what's the Flat Earth Society for people who don't know? So this, this is uh, a group of people that think that uh, set out to prove that the Earth is is actually flat. These days, currently speaking. Yes. Um, and he was saying, like, obviously your first instinct is to, to, to say... And obviously it's bullshit. Yeah. But he was saying that his dad's really been getting into just looking in uh, for their arguments. Uh-huh. And they, they have... There's a couple of anomalies that they, that they tend to focus on. Um, and one of them is... Um, I really... I really should have, like... Uh, research this um before i before we started talking about it but um, that's our, one of them... that's our unofficial tagline <laughs> yeah i really should have researched. i really should have researched this <laughs> it's got a ring to it um but it, there, there's a couple of anomalies uh, with within science that actually kind of uh that well they're being used to prove uh the flat earth Sure. There's some sort of grit there that they've been able to build a case around. Yes. 
and uh, I mean, obviously, obviously, there, there are so many, there are so many, uh, so many disproving uh, I mean, features. It's so it's so easy. Yeah. But it's it's also kind of interesting just to look into it, and I I've always been a sucker for a conspiracy. Yeah. Um, and I don't think we've talked about it, and it's um, I think so. Are you it, saying that interesting chat. that your um, housemate's dad? He doesn't actually believe it, but he's just got fascinated by reading up on these. Um... I got the sense from I got the sense from Elliot that his dad, who was a r- rational guy, he said that he was starting to believe it and, really? and kind of get swept up in it. Yeah. Um, now I've got I've got this page up here. Sure. Um, now one of the things he was telling me that was it's a uh, if you, if you magnify, uh, kind of like you know when you when you use a magnifying glass to burn ants, yeah, uh, using the sun, yeah. Apparently, if you if you do the same with moonlight, it actually chills rather than heats. <laughs> what? That's 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 so nonsensical. No, but that that's one of the things... I looked it up. That's one of the things that was... Um, Is that a true thing? Yeah. So that it, can't moonlight, be true. Moonlight chills rather than heats. That can't be true. How? Hey, that's... that's. Are you, are you saying that my housemate is a liar? <laughs> um... I, I just I can't, I'm trying because that's all I'm going on. Look, I, I I I'm so intrigued by this concept that has absolutely no perceivable sense to it. Like I can't work out how that could possibly be a thing. Light is light. Light. There's no such thing as cold light. And yeah. And 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 and. Oh, it just it hurts my brain to even wrap around how that could be a thing but uh, let, let me get let me get this up so moonlight is Hold just on. reflected light from the sun right it's just the sun hitting hitting the that's, face that's of the their moon. argument that's their argument if there's if moon if i, I mean it sounds way stupid if you if you just dissect it but it, it's fine <laughs> <laughs> well guess, we are talking about conspiracy theories i guess their argument is that the mo- moonlight is not actually light reflected from the sun. Right. It is its own light. <laughs> that... Right. But 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 why does the, why can its own light suddenly be cold? Like light um, just because light is energy, right? And when yes. when it's focused, like so, the way the a magnifying glass is works is that all the all the light beams. Are passing through a convex lens, and they're focusing on one point. And individually, light doesn't burn, but when they're all focused on one point, it basically becomes a concentrated laser, and that causes it to burn. Right? If you're doing it through a magnifying glass, if it's light of any kind, the yeah. exact same thing happens. It's just there's not much light at night. It's not going to suddenly take heat away. And so what? This is this just... is evidence for flat Earths in. For... How does this tie into yeah. the flat Earth world thing? Um. So, 
I'm just I'm just doing a quick Google here because I can't remember everything I, that we had a chat about. Uh, but I think from just uh, recapping on on Google just here. Yeah. Their their argument is that the moon is an illusion. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'll, I'll let, no, look, you put forward Hold the full... I really want to I want you to pull the full, put the full case forward. I, I don't want to... I don't want to Because they were saying it. that... Um, he was also saying that you can't go... They've got flatearthsociety.com, but um, that's actually an anti... That's actually just a satirical site that the guys are just fucking with because they bought the <laughs> domain name. So <laughs> these guys... And they're just posting up ridiculous shit. But yeah, that, there's another website that is legit people who believe these. Okay. Uh, is it flatearthorsquatters.com.au? Um, yeah. Oh, that worked. Yeah, it is. So, <laughs> um, oh, fuck. Flat Earth. While, if, while if you're the Googling, the biggest I feel... conspiracy of all, the first one is just Bigfoot. Whatever. <laughs> Sorry? While, while you're Googling, I was reminded when you said, so 20-year-old who's dad is 38 at work mm. um we have a lovely makeup artist who i would have to think is oh, girl or a guy go uh late sexist late 20s, can't say lovely these days late 20s or early 30s maybe um and she is a grandparent so she had okay. a kid when she was like 13 or 15 or something. How old is she? She's late 20s. Late 20s or 30s. And she's working and she's a grandparent because her kid then just had a kid at age like 15 or something like that. So. Uh, she's, is she your colleague? Yeah, she, she works on the show. Is she good at her job? Yeah, she's a good makeup artist. Yeah. Oh, makeup artist. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> She doesn't listen to this. She doesn't. Wow. Well, wow. you know. Yeah. Well. But you know what I mean. <laughs> no, what do, you, what do you mean, Michael? I'm saying. Yeah. You know, I'm sure you can be a, a makeup artist and be a young grandmother. I That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it, yeah. I, we're all thinking it. It would be weird for her to be a very educated writing her thesis and being a twenty eight year old grandmother. That would be weird. You know that would be weird. Yeah. Don't don't make me just say it. <laughs> I I'm glad that you did say it. It was better. Um I was I was looking up when you um said that you wanted to do um the conspiracy theories thing. I looked up on the Wikipedia. Um Yeah. And just basically typed in the conspiracy theory page. Um, uh-huh. Let me see if I can grab that up. But basically talking about the various um, ideas of the psychological origins and like social origins and that kind of thing. And it's really interesting, actually. If you, if you are feeling like, oh, I want to know what the psychology behind conspiracy theory is, is go onto the Wikipedia page. It's quite in-depth, actually. But, oh, so what are they saying? The type of people that... Uh, the, uh, the type of... Uh, Susceptible of, to believing in this bullshit. Not so much as what the cause is, like how they stick, why why it continues to exist. Um, and one of the things that they're saying that kind of 
fosters the idea of, of you know, the, the conspiracy theory. So they're, they're saying, um, uh, where are we? So uh, people who believe in one conspiracy are likely to espouse others, even when contradictory. So once you once you start to believe yeah. in one thing, you, you can pick up on others and it, it kind of sets you on that mindset, which I suppose is what your friend's dad's kind of going the, down the line of. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even if they're... Um, contradictory so you can hold like the double think thing where both things are simultaneously contradictory and both true um, some of the right. um, conspiracy stuff has been associated with paranoia and, and uh, schizophrenia and that kind of stuff which is no surprise um, conspiracist worldviews tend to breed, tend to breed mistrust of well-established scientific principles such as the association between smoking and cancer or global warming and co2 emissions and right. um, conspiracy ideation often leads people to see patterns where none exist. So there's a whole raft of um, uh, studies and stuff that have looked into this. Um, and I think one of the interesting ones that they've kind of attributed it to um, is that it's all come out of a search for meaning. So the idea that right. you want to, you need to understand something, you need to believe there's a reason for shit things happening. Um, so if you can say, rather than the world just being terrible, or rather than you know, um, you know, randomness of the universe has has caused horrible things to happen, if you can aspire, like ascribe it to some kind of secret society or cabal, and then it becomes a cause that you can understand, and it also becomes something that you could theoretically fix. So if you can, if you can go oh, right. Oh, if there's people behind this, if there's someone that did this, then they can be stopped, or then I can get into that secret society and I could have that power and I could make those decisions. So they're kind of saying it's it's a form of pareidolia, which is that uh, you know seeing you know uh, seeing faces in you know Mar you know like Mars and uh, right. and you know the um, the nine eleven thing that people. The thing, the devil in the in the smoke. Yeah, seeing, recognizing patterns. Yeah, I think that explanation though maybe takes a little bit too far. Like, um, they're saying that you need control, or like, if people are not not accepting the fact that people aren't in control of this, but if you look at nine eleven and all, I mean, that that is that is the for my for my mind that is the best. Uh, most convincing conspiracy theory I have encountered. But which one? Because there's tons yeah, of arguments. which tons of aspects. Well, that it. Just it like an it was inside, an inside job. That it, was, that it was orchestrated by the by the U.S. government. But does that do you not? Um, can you not see how that could be? Uh, does isn't that the perfect example of someone trying to make sense of a horrific tragedy, which has a simple explanation, but one that's almost too simple to be um, to to feel satisfied by, you know, that some psychos just wanted to destroy America um, and that by needing it to mean more than it does, by needing it to have more purpose than just, you know, some guy was caught on the wrong plane at the wrong time and, you know, their loved one died or, you know, the way that the world then uh, devolved after that incident, you know, isn't that the the perfect, you know, example of how 
people use something like that to want to ascribe some kind of hidden purpose to? Why would people, especially families of victims of just using 9-11 as an example, why would they be, they tend to be the ones that are ultra defensive over conspiracy allegations. Do you know that's true or is that a presumption? No. Yeah. I would, you know, it's possible. I I mean, it's it's offensive. It's offensive to ask uh, one of the firefighters that, 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 uh, you know, was helping, um, Helping sounds such like such a weak word. <laughs> Just helping out during the nine eleven. Oh god! <laughs> yeah, um, you know, uh, you chipped in, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, but it like that sounds like an an offensive question to ask one of those guys, like one of those guys that were like directly and deeply affected by it. Yeah. Um. So I don't. I don't know. Is, is this really? It seems like the people coming up with these conspiracies are, don't have anything to do with it, really. Yeah, I suppose that's right. But you know, that that doesn't mean they're not affected by it. But but yeah, the, you're right. They the problem have... is with the if you if you Google and I, I I I did I did do this a lot. I've I've pretty much watched every nine eleven conspiracy video on YouTube. Yeah. Um. And I'm not. I just do it because it, it just triggers something in my brain and I'm just like, it's like porn for my brain. It's just like, <laughs> I just, I like, it just hits some spot that I just like, I can't get enough. Yeah. But. Do you have a porn problem? I don't, I don't like porn. <laughs> <laughs> That's something that we should talk about some other time. But, um. Uh, next week, porn. Fair enough. Um, on the Wikipedia page. Um, Christopher, talking about the socio-political origins rather than psychological origins, um, Christopher Hitchens has said that conspiracy theories are the exhaust fumes of democracy, the unavoidable result of a large amount of information circulating along, among a large number of people. So the idea that there is so much information out there, and I think potentially you know, the idea of Chinese whispers as well, of, of people not really communicating the actual substance, leads to people having misunderstandings of the situation. So following that, would that imply that um, conspiracy theories weren't as prevalent before the internet? Um, probably. Probably. Is that what he's saying? Um, well, it's only if and, this is the Wikipedia. It, as of, it, it actually kind of sounds true. <laughs> well, that's truthiness for you. Um, the... Uh, the... Uh, as everyone that's done a um, university essay knows, the Wikipedia page is only the starting point for your sources. You you can't base off everything, um, base everything off it without clicking through to some of the links. And I have not clicked onto the Christopher Hitchens um, text, so it is really just the summary. Um, what um, they have said, though, someone has talked about um, studying German explanations for the origins of World War One, and concluded that those events that are most important are hardest to understand because they attract the greatest attention from myth-makers and charlatans. So it is, I think, connected to that idea of uh, like 
moral panics or the idea that um, when something is um, like a conspiracy theory uh, helps provide some idea of closure or some kind of emotional release when there is um, something that they can't control or something that they can't um, deal with. So it's, it's, it's more likely to occur in people that feel ostracized or isolated or disempowered. Wow. That's, um, I mean, I, I think it almost sounds like a conspiracy theory in itself. <laughs> um, um, uh, I suppose a lot of psychology does, but I mean, it, that's so I, I have been from, uh, from the, I don't know if, it's, if I've told you this before, but from the age of about 13, uh, maybe about 12 to 15, I was absolutely obsessed with UFOs. And I think I remember. I would, I would go to the library every week and read a uh, an account of someone who claims to have had a UFO experience. Um so I think my my uh I mean the UFO thing was an obsession but my um uh I can't think of the word it's uh, like a I lean towards this all the time tendency the word? inclination it's like a I want to say, I think it looks like a predilection but I don't know yeah, that yeah, I don't yeah. think that's a word yeah no you're right uh towards this kind of stuff started very early and I was branded in my in my own family as oh don't let Michael see that he'll believe it um <laughs> from a very early age that was that was me in the family but it's but interesting then, because when, now you're like to oh me, yeah I'll characterize you as the skeptic in many situations yeah, and that, that that's the interesting thing because that 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 happened during my earlier adolescence and then Richard Dawkins came along and just blew apart everything. And, I, and then, and then that after reading Richard Dawkins and then Hitchens and Sam Harris and um, all those guys, then my brain took on like what what I valued more than anything else was rationality, and that obviously didn't fit with uh, uh, the conspiracy things, but. I do. It's like my guilty pleasure. It's like, it's like, uh, it's it's my. You know, if I, you know, people go through a bad breakup, they eat a tub of ice cream. That's what <laughs> I would do. I would, I would, I would go onto YouTube and just search conspiracy theories. So, when you talk about your obsession with aliens as a teenager, was that an obsession? Like, was your obsession with aliens about the conspiracy of it being covered up, or was it just the curiosity about extraterrestrial life? Um, no, it, it was. It, yeah, it definitely stemmed from the the curiosity that um, that aliens existed. I think um, I just feel like just like I I knew one of those things. I know that's that's not a good way to like go about things, but like I just I just always you know what I think it is. It, I think it comes down to narcissism in a way. <laughs> Feeling like you're special or chosen. And, you know, um, 
a lot of it, a lot of these people that say that they've been abducted by aliens, or I when I when I would sit in bed at night, I would think I want to be, I want to be abducted by aliens. I understand that inclination, but in the sense of I want to be special, I want I want that unique. I think that's experience. what I think that's I think that's what it's directly linked to. Do you think that's true of all people with conspiracy theories, or just your particular interests? No, I think I think that's not not conspiracy. I think that's just I just think that's the abductee thing. Yeah, um, I don't I don't think it's got to do with. Well, all I suppose there's a little bit of. I mean, conspiracy theories in some way, well, in a large way, are kind of self indulgent, aren't they? Because it one it puts you lets you position yourself as being on the in, being aware of something that everyone else, all yeah. the sheeple aren't um you know on top of but it's also um you know potentially a way to um give yourself some kind of catharsis or um, closure or you know if, if it's something that you're using as a um as a kind of uh, splint to shore up your kind of life and, and your understanding of your position in the world it, it's it's like a tool for you to use to um, reassure yourself that that you know you're on the right track or that you're um, you know that you're okay when really you're being faced by you know philosophical questions that people don't want to address yeah well I guess like like you said before um, the people that are more inclined to believe this stuff are people who are feeling already ostracized. And I think those type of people, uh, you know, they're looking for a leg up in some way. So, I mean, if you're already ostracized, maybe feeling like you're superior, like you know something that people, uh, everyone else doesn't, Mm. uh, puts you above everyone else. And um, I mean, it all comes back to high school, really, in the end. Yeah, and I, I think that's that's very true in in another way as well, which is that we're seeing um, politically this kind of rise of um, of uh, you know a kind of politician that deals in blatant lies, you know, but claims to be speaking about the truth to assist like in a system, or or that you're coming in to break up, you know, you know a broken. Um, you know, I'm, I'm picturing particularly Trump here, but like, or, I, I but know, also, but I, I don't actually understand what your what your link is. So, the, uh, to a certain extent, conspiracy theorists are denying what is patently obvious in front of them, right? Like they're refusing to um, listen to logical or reasoned arguments, um, and instead are clinging to, uh, you know, lies or um, or mischaracterized um, statements about the truth of the world and right. I think that there is some correlation there with the kind of political discourse we're seeing where someone can can come in and say um, stuff which again makes no logical sense and indeed can be contradictory um, to um, things that they say at a separate time or to things that are well understood but there is a certain kind of rise of this tolerance for that um, and I wonder if it is an expression, as you say, of people feeling like they're isolated or, or not um, 
understood or not being heard and you're having this kind of groundswell movement of um, support behind figures that are basically you know uh, conspiracy theory like well he, you're, you're not saying that trump's a conspiracy theorist though. no but i'm saying that he presents arguments which are on the very face of it blatantly false but in the same way yeah the, I, I think it's playing like into the same similar formula same psychological right. um inclination which lends people to believe something like we never landed on the moon when there's just <laughs> all kinds of evidence that we did is the same kind of yeah. thing which is letting um, a politician get away with stating things which are just blatantly untrue um, but because the audience they're speaking to is finally feeling like they're on the inside with something that there's someone um, uh, presenting a view that they can understand or get behind that it's having a, um, a, a huge effect on on the you know the current political climate right hmm um what what time are we at we're at 40 minutes so we should potentially start to let's wind wrap down. it because i feel like this was clean and and yeah. good and i feel like if we go on any further we'll fuck it up yeah um no, that's fair now obviously um, um uh, our viewers got back in touch with us you know in droves after our reappearance um we got emails you know hundreds of emails um, no, we, we got didn't. one or two new Facebook likes. Um, no, yeah, because I told Dan to like it. Yeah, yeah well, that, that's good. We're up to eighty-seven, so that's good. Um, <laughs> but um, they were all saying to me, all the all the emailers were saying, Nick, Nick, get Michael to do impression of the week. And I said, guys, that was that was a moment from the past. You know, like we've moved beyond that. And they're saying, no, it's my favorite part. You know, tell Michael to do it. And I said, well, Michael, reads there was this a consensus well. on this. There was a consensus. Right. And, you know, so, look, I'm just I'm passing it on. You know, I don't want to compel you to do, you know, something that you might feel yeah. you're above now. But, um, you know, the audience wants it. I was, li I was listening back and uh, to a lot of impression of the week. And this is what I've come to realize about this classic segment that mm -hmm. everyone loves. It needs um, a theme song. Is that impression of the week is meant to be shit. And in my head, in my head, it was always, no, it only works if I think it's good and, it, and it's always shit. So I, it, like I have, I have, I have resided to the fact that I, that it's just shit because in my head it was still good. But then, <laughs> then I listened to it back. There was one that was actually quite good, which was surprisingly, <laughs> I don't remember this at all. John Lithgow. <laughs> Do you remember that? No, I have no well, memory. No, I can't yeah. even picture how someone would would impersonate John Lithgow. When, when I was going back, it was like episode eighteen or something, and I somehow did a John Lithgow impression. I don't even know. I can't even put a face to that guy right now. That's um, amazing. Um, I I don't. Look, I I am as uh, impression like, of the, the week. No, no, don't. I've done due the same song now. The aforementioned uh, loneliness and despair. Yeah. Um, and and the momentum that we clearly have now. Yeah. Um, I will in the, I will come uh, during the week. I'll just think of 
a celebrity. Um, oh, fuck, that's the other thing. I'll think of a celebrity and I'll just loosely work, roughly work on, a, on an impression, and that'll be impression of the week, okay? okay? Also, next week, and there will be next week, okay? Um, we're going to do George Clooney news. We're going to bring that back. We got like there's going to be you can't say what we we did it like once. Doesn't matter. I love it. There's going to be one one piece of news about George Clooney every week. <laughs> that's fantastic. All right. Know, so I don't know that's what our, that, that, what that plays into in our. This, in our... this is a democracy. I, okay. <laughs> well, right. Is it a democracy very... if there's only two people? Because then it's just split all the time. Yeah. Um, it's only a democracy. You're assuming that I always agree. disagree with you. <laughs> it's not yeah. unreasonable. Um, all right, so George Clooney news and yeah. science news. Have you still got that jingle? Oh, do I still have that jingle? Uh, do you? I do. I, I think I'll, I Maybe. should look it up. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so let's let's get professional-ish. Okay. All right. Would the first step of that be having the internet at your house? Having a laptop so you can Skype with, having as a microphone. Next, as of next week, uh huh. And I wasn't when I said professionalism, I wasn't <laughs> referring to any of that shit that you just mentioned. You just meant having a plan. <laughs> yeah, I just meant George Clooney news. Okay, um, and that involved five seconds of me searching George Clooney and then clicking on news in Google. Yeah, fair. Uh, and then, um, but um, from the for next week, I will have the internet. Mm-hmm. I won't have a laptop for another couple of weeks. Well, I do have a laptop, as you can see. Um, yeah. Um, but it's not my Mac. It's a piece of shit. But, um, yeah. but I will slowly get there. I mean, once you get the internet back, you can install Skype onto that computer. Yes. Yeah. Even so... though I only have 13 megabytes left. Yeah, but I will. Wow. Okay. Well... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's my dad. It's my my dad's old school one. But yeah, um, we'll get we'll we'll go, we'll go professional. We'll slowly become we'll sell a out. thing again. Yeah. Well, this week's episode has been brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace.com. If you want to build an organic website with uh, a WYSIWYG style editing, you know, you're just looking at the thing. You can drag and drop those um, website pieces however you want. Anyone can do it. It's the only place to go for intelligent website design. You know it, I know it. They've been sponsors of ours for years. Uh, if you go to squarespace.com forward slash deep4, you'll get 10% off the first month of your order. So our, spa- our thanks to Squarespace. Um, I wonder if that's libelous. Like, if, if they can be like, they can sue us for promoting them without their permission. <laughs> like, we did not consent to any just endorsement credit, from this podcast. Just to look like we, just to look like we are sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> it would be great if if you go um, to Squarespace now and you type in that code. It actually adds ten percent onto the cost of your order, so you pay more for <laughs> listening to this podcast. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, we are sponsored this week by we John West Trainer. John West Trainer, that is a deep that is a deep callback, my friend. Well done. Um, if you want to uh, follow this podcast, you can do so by going to facebook.com forward slash the deep. Fort. And by the deep fort, I just mean deep fort. You don't need it there. Um, <laughs> you mean prostitutes or squatters.com? Prostitutes or squatters.com. Can I, can I just say, yeah. Can I just say, yeah. If, 
if if anyone is out there, yeah, it's kind of like recording this podcast is kind of like the SETI program, <laughs> just to see, <laughs> just to see if we're just setting out the golden record, just to see if there's any contact back. <laughs> I just get the only just, emails even, that I get are from PayPal.com automated newsletters, <laughs> just like letting me know of all the interest rates I could be saving and business options I have. <laughs> Um, speaking of which, uh, you can send your questions and thoughts to deepfour.gmail.com or twitter.com well, I mean, slash deepfour. Well, Nick, I was, I was going to put this to you, and I did yeah. post earlier this week. Yeah. I think, um, aside, apart, like, also, in addition to... Oh, you're speaking with email, the fancy words. The, the, the whole email thing. Um, people can uh, put in their questions or shout-outs or suggestions directly commenting onto the facebook page yeah i that, feel like if i was if i was gonna like that that's easier and we've only got 86 people well minus you and i there's only like 84 people <laughs> that i mean any notification that happens on that page we're we're on it within like two it. seconds because we, we're i have so got that desperate. set up for notifications so to actually if you have, vibrate my if phone. you have questions yeah if you have questions or anything at all, if you're like literally anything, anything, just, if you want a pizza, just, we just, just want leave a message. We'll order a pizza for with you. our audience. If yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I mean, if you're Domino's vouchers, if you are like Michael, just living a quiet, sad, and lonely existence in Brunswick, uh, yeah. Please, please, please jump online and give him something to do. Or just send me money. My bank account. Oh, wait, I've read this bit before. You've done that bit. Like, That's all right. We're, fake, we're nothing if not my... repetitive. This is another thing I discovered listening back to our podcast. Yeah. Is that I have actually given out my full bank details <laughs> minus like, the, yeah, done the old like last number is not the, <laughs> is not the number. Like if I'm going to know the wrong number matter. you. You can give out bank yeah, details. Only, all they'll do is send you money. Num- I can only get money from that. Yeah. 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 But it still feels like an invasion of my privacy. Yeah. Well, well that's we'll, that's us. It has been We'll be back next week. We will do our absolute darndest. Okay. Assuming that, that means uh, all technological Nick will be like, Michael, get your shit together and and uh, yeah. Okay, and then I'll try and get my shit together. Oh shit. Oh, shit.